Hey golfers, some golf seasons are wrapping up and the holiday season is right around the corner. You know what that means? You guessed it. Awkward holiday work parties. Avoid the terrible Yankee swap gifts. Bring a pack of true classic polos. Show up late so you get the last pick and you can take your own gift home just like I do every single year. You get some of the softest polos on the market, your coworkers think you are a team player, and you can save 25% off plus free shipping using the promo code OTSGOLF at trueclassictees.com. Win, win, win. Stay vigilant at those holiday work parties, my friends. Enjoy the episode. Three shots, four part, I just do two, one putt, part four, birdie, woohoo, new driver, info, replace, M2, pop five, fairway, what you fin do, think I'll try to get on, into, start right, good line, good view, Andrew, shoot him, make Gavin, two thumbs up, Episode high, two, 105 on the Screws Podcast, returning guest and uh, partner, uh, Cody and Garrett from Go Track. how are you guys? Doing wonderful, gentlemen, it's good to be back, good to see your faces. Mm-hmm. Nice to see your faces for sure. We're definitely a few minutes in here and uh we'll just stick with the faces. Okay, yeah, we've just seen the faces. Yeah, we've <laughs> caught up. We'll say that. We've <laughs> yeah. caught up. Yeah, we've, we've caught, caught up. up. Yeah. So a lot going on with you guys. This was um well, Garrett, it's probably been we're talking a hockey season. It's Last been over year. a year, yeah. It's been yeah. over a year. Yeah, it's probably almost, almost I think a just calendar year. Short. Just short of a year, yeah. Yeah, so um you guys had a big year, a lot going on with you guys. Um, anybody who didn't catch the first episode, you can always go back and listen to it, uh, or you can uh, you can just listen to this one. We'll probably recap a little bit, but maybe uh, maybe tell us a little bit about the brand. So go track. I know you guys have a lot of other stuff going on that we'll get into, but uh, maybe just a quick little recap if you got it. Yeah. So just kind of the general overview of Go Track. Uh, we are a streetwear inspired clothing brand that's main focus is the golf space um, built solely and in all encompassing of inclusivity, um, welcoming all people to the game. It's kind of been our bread and butter since we started in 2020. Um, yeah, we, uh, I mean, I don't even know how else to describe it other than that code. We, we run socials. We do You're doing good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what was what was the inspiration? Yeah, yeah. Like, don't stop, don't don't stop. Keep going, keep painting, man. Yeah, I love it. We might have had it last yeah. time, but like, what what would you guys say was the inspiration for it? Because it was kind of like a COVID project, which some are, but anything yeah. that kind of so sticks out. The the brainchild of Goat Track started probably in late 2019, um, and it was essentially just an idea of I didn't want to get stuck in my golf costume and have to go for dinner. Um, I wanted to wear what I wanted to wear on the golf course. I uh, definitely don't have the um, private club silver spoon upbringing in golf. Um, I didn't start playing until I was 19. My entire youth was spent skateboarding and snowboarding. Um, so to me, golf was always putting on a costume and heading to the golf course. And while some of it definitely was sick, I mean, some of that Jay Lindenberg stuff in the early 2000s really caught my attention and got me into the game. Um, but we just kind of noticed it was getting super stale and, you know, this brand's polo could easily get lost in that brand's polo that could get lost in that brand's polo. And it was, we just wanted something that made us more comfortable and, um, kind of just spoke to the, the way we wanted to dress, whether it be on or off the golf course for that matter. Cody, any brands that you guys, uh, look at that you're trying to not like Malbon. Or recreate? Malbon. Okay. I, I figured Malbon. I go there. Yeah. So Malbon, Steven does it super nice. Yeah. It's been, you can tell from the script almost in our lettering incidental. Don't know if it happened on purpose or whatnot, but yeah, like G was talking about, it's just uh, style is great. Like all these prints and so on and everything where just try and keep it super clean. And I think Steven and Malbon and their team down there do kind of the exact same thing. We're pushing a little bit of the limits, but clean lines, design, nothing too complicated. But yeah, his, if you look at Malbon and on their Instagram, I think their tagline on there is inspiring, inspiring today's youth to, to play the greatest game. And so yep. where we come from is like golf is for everyone as well. And as we'll talk about, I guess, a little bit with Rundle Park, being able to truly encompass that under the goat track umbrella is 
awesome. But yeah, Malbon would be one for sure. Yeah, I think you guys definitely came in at like a really good time too with the whole um, clothing aspect of golf, just because I mean, the hoodie started coming out on tour and people started getting a lot more laid back with the clothing. And I think it's starting to, in my opinion, fade out a little more. Like people, of course, are letting more and more people kind of wear what they want. So I think you guys kind of attacked it right at a good time. And, and obviously the success you're having, um, it's, it's proving itself. So was there like a time Garrett that stuck out for you where you thought like this might work? Like it, it's kind of becoming a bit more accepted. Like, let me give you my, uh, I guess my thought on that was Terrell Hatton when the BM was it the BMW? He was the first one. Yeah. Yeah. And it was yeah. in like an Adidas hoodie and mm-hmm. it was like, it was like, you know, I don't know, like quilted almost like really fitting and it had like a light little hoodie on it or whatever. And there was such a big deal. I think Wentworth sent out. There was an uproar. Yeah. Letters to their yeah. membership that they compared it to uh ripped jeans and that that wouldn't be acceptable at their club and stuff. I guess he's like around that area. Imagine Terrell, Terrell Hatton rolls up and you don't let him play. But mm-hmm. was there any time exactly. for you that kind of stuck out? That was uh, like a window where you thought, okay, like this is like a market, I think in Canada or North America, wherever you guys are looking into that you thought you could grab it i think terrell hatton wearing it was validation that the industry was loosening up on those super tight mm-hmm. um those tight rules about what you can wear um i think it was a lot of it was had to do with just the fact that a lot of the guys i grew up skateboarding with and um not to get back into Malbon, but he's good friends with like eric costin and sean malso these professional unbelievable skaters who are now obsessed with golf and just seeing that that was kind of the transition that was taking place. Um, I mean, in 2020, when we dropped it, there was no inkling that, yo, this stuff is going to be okay. We, we kind of took a flyer and took a chance that, you know, this is what we like. And if we like it, then there has to be more people out there that, that also appreciate it. Um, and I don't, I know guys, you know, they become super obsessed with golf and it's all they care about. Um, but, doesn't mean I have to wear a Titleist hat every time I go right. out. I can still wear a golf hat, but it doesn't like if I wear this hat on my head, unless you read what it says and you understand that that's a golf club out of that skeleton's foot, like you would just think I'm just wearing a normal hat, right? But this mm-hmm. is a full blown, uh, this is the collaboration hat we did with the local brewery here, Sea Change. But um, yeah, I, I mean, I don't know if there was an actual like thing that was like, oh man, this is going to work, but maybe it was the Terrell Hatton wearing a hoodie and just kind of seeing it be a little bit more accepted. I mean, there's, there's still no one on tour that I would be super hyped on being like, yo, that guy gets it. He dresses exactly how, mm-hmm. you know, the vibe that we're trying to put out there. But I think, you know, in the next five years, we may see a kid come out who has a full sleeve of tattoos, who, who is, you know, just a little bit different. He's going to get looked at probably in that, you know, John Daly skewed light of what is this mm-hmm. guy doing sort of deal. But, um yeah it's kind of a long-winded answer but i don't know if there was anything but maybe that was kind of our first thing claim yeah i think for me it was like we were kind of starting up the pod bryce or i don't know if you had ever, if you had come on really at that point but that terrell hatton thing and then i think xander was wearing one the next weekend i think i was in, i think it was there for yeah that. rory had won a little like a couple weeks later wearing one and it kind of seemed to like shift the game a bit. And it was like every page I looked at, they were like debating whether or not that was okay or not. Now, like if you're kind of debating yeah, was, that, I think you're. It just trended know. for yeah. like two months. Like, yeah. It was very, uh, kind of died, died down, but like, I think of some of yeah. the other brands like Grayson and like JL Lindbergh, like you mentioned and stuff like that. Like some of those are very like JL Lindbergh has some like, like pretty funky designs and stuff. Grayson is like very clean. I know a lot of the guys wear that. So like, then they'll like throw on a hoodie that goes with that. Right. So it kind of like looks really good to me. I think like working in some of those things and like they're professionals for me, I go there, like I got a pair of shorts on and like a hooded sweater doesn't matter to me, but, um, kind of depends on what you're comfortable with, I guess too. Right. Like, I think there's, yeah, there's a huge difference between, you know, if you're pairing your Grayson outfit with a goat track crew neck, it's going to be a clean, soft look. It's not going to come across harsh. I mean, if you're wearing a slipknot hoodie with a pair of mm-hmm. yeah. know, cropped pants, people are going to have probably some issue with that. But I think now that there's more hoodies and these crew necks and t-shirts available in that golf space is probably what is allowing these courses to kind of loosen the, the chains a little bit on everyone. Yeah. I guess that's what I was kind of going for is like, 
you know, joggers are like coming in and like a lot of those companies have like those nice, like clean fitting ones. And then if you got like a sweater, like yours on, if you're not watching us on YouTube, go watch us on YouTube. <laughs> We're supposed to say that. We're really bad at that. But, uh, yeah. So like, like if you kind of mix those together, um, you know, it's perfect, right? Like you can kind of yeah. feel casual. And then, like you said, you started the whole thought process with, I wanted to be able to like go out for dinner without feeling like, I don't know, I got my polo tucked yeah. like five inches into my khakis and mm-hmm. yeah. Five so. guys asking me what I just shot sort of, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, you know, no, I just exactly. came from the golf course. Yeah. And that was the, that was the thought behind it. Exactly. Exactly. Can we, uh, Cody, maybe we get into some of the Rundle Park events or, uh, or Garrett, even uh, just kind of give us uh, the rundown of what Rundle Park is. Well, uh, stay tuned just the, to touch on like you you said there, like oh, when there was there like a point when you like knew like that it clicked, and was it Tyrell? Like just touching on that for me, it's like I think the biggest thing is like now working being incorporated into an actual golf course where we were just um, doing a little bit of Adidas shopping this morning with our rep here, Ryan, and they got a few t-shirts but telling him the story of like our market is people coming from the gym wearing sleeveless tees and apologizing to us being like hey sorry i don't got a polo and us being like it's okay yeah right? mm-hmm. we're just thankful you're wearing like a shirt of course it's not too disrespectful and all that but just the loosening up of like what golf is i think is just getting a little bit yeah cooler your joggers, your shoes, a hoodie. I can wear my hat backwards. Maybe a drawstring on my shorts somewhere. Maybe not. But yeah, Rundle Rundle Park is a neat place. If you boys are ever out this way, it's eighteen chances to get a hole in one. Right? That's the way we market it as. It's the most asinine par three greens you've ever seen. Bryce and I are hole in one guys too. We're like, we've had. I don't know, at least half a dozen pods where somebody has come on and then like the next day or the day after gotten a hole in one. So we're trying to claim that that's like something that we, um, like it's an incentive. If you come on the pod, you'll probably make a hole in one. Um, I I don't know. Like there's no guarantee. It's just a problem. No guarantees, but the problem is like, your chances go up. Yeah, Yeah, for for whatever reason we speak it into existence. So that's definitely Mm -hmm. like something that I'd like to come out and check out, but Bryce wouldn't be able to hit drivers, so like, how fun is that for Bryce, right? Like, I, uh, yeah, I wouldn't shoot <laughs> we well. That's for sure. The, the third, the third hole is two hundred and forty-two yards. Just to give you like a paint a picture of what like Rundle Park is, it's not like a pitch and putt. We've got holes all the way from yeah, fat, set ninety-nine yards all the way yeah to two fifty. Okay, which is just intense. So like, I hit driver there, but you could bring a six iron, but big dogs, I guess. Yeah, yeah, it hits. No, I'd probably hit five there. <laughs> Bryce hits it a lot. Yeah, Bryce wow. hits it a long way. Big, long body, big, I lanky hit, guy. I hit, so. four iron, I hit four iron wedge on that hole more often than not. What did you say it was? 240? Yeah, two, oh, two, four, hit, I think it stretches to like 245. Uh, I'd hit yeah. four iron, not yeah. five yeah. iron. No way I'm getting five two, iron close. 245, then there's a couple around 200. There's a bunch around a buck 80. There's another one that's like 220. Um but the distance is, is one thing. Our The golf course is actually built on an old dump. Okay. So the greens are the most undulated, wild time you've ever had in your life. Like you have a one-foot putt, you may not sniff the hole. Like yeah, we, do so not I, give, we do not give each other putts, yeah. ever. Yeah, I'm shooting 103. Bryce is texting me at like 2.30 in the morning having a nightmare about uh, Rundle Park tonight. Just like oh. going yeah, through the Here's an unrelated question back to you guys. Yeah. How do you guys play ball down when you guys play? Or do you depends who I'm playing with? Depends who I'm playing with. Well, also ninety percent of the time I'm just picking up. Ninety percent. I've uh. 90. Oh yeah. Ninety percent. So. Shit. I have a hard time oh. going to the course without playing a little bit of a money game now. So there's always a little, you know, a couple bucks. Uh, a couple more bucks, whatever you want to call it. But um, yeah, so most of the time ball down. Um, like I'm okay with like at our club, like I'm okay if it's in like the putter grip or something like that. If we're trying to play for pace, something like that, pick it up. But yeah, I'm not giving too much. Cody, if you watch me putt, you'd understand why I played 90% of my rounds, <laughs> ball picking it up. 
Oh man, I'd thrive on that. Just making you putt everything. I'd love. Yeah, and I, you would see sweat just pouring from my face over a one footer. So it's, it's a- my favorite. It's, it's one of my favorite things for sure. If you're asking me what are one of my favorite things, it's not giving putts. I mean, I'm not scared. I'm all for it. I just don't do it. <laughs> don't be scared. Don't be scared. <laughs> so we got fifty-four. Part fifty-four. Uh, how many putts? How many? How many of those are putts, Garrett? Like you. Are we for the first time ever? We held a club championship this year. Yeah, cool. Um, and one of the other guys involved in Go Track here, Tom Jackson, he set the official course record at two over par. Wow. Uh, he was two two under after the front nine, and I'm going to sewer him a bit here. He went three over in his last four holes, Ooh. and our last three finishing holes are the only flat greens on the putting on the entire property. So he, he kind of stabbed himself uh, in the foot pretty good there. But, I mean, I would regularly be shooting low 60s. Like, if I shoot 6 to 10 over par, like, you still played pretty good. Yeah, yeah. That's, what I'm, that's what I'm thinking. Like, that sounds pretty clean for a par 3 track. Like, especially yeah. some of them are long and decent. Like, damn. Like, I, I, some, of the best, some of the best players in Alberta as far as golf professionals come out. Because we, uh, we set up every Friday with a drop-in league. Um, kind of go track social drop-in league Friday night lights whatever you want to call it and um, essentially you show up in between the hours of four to five you get put in a group of random people you can come down with other people if you want and, and set that up it doesn't matter how we did it sometimes you play as a four sometimes you play as a six we had an eight some skins game going the one night on the back nine that's awesome um, and of that's all it. of these like really strong professionals coming out the one round I told the guy that you will not make a birdie and I can guarantee it. And he didn't make a birdie for like his first five rounds playing there. Did he make a two? And this guy's like one of the best in, in the country for sure. So we, uh, it's a very challenging golf course. If you tip it out, there is three sets of tees, which is nice. Okay. Yeah. There's even a, a, a family set of tees, nice. um, where every hole is, I think it's like 60 to 85 yards. Oh, nice. And, it's like perfect for the kids to come out or if you're an absolute pure beginner, it's awesome. We've even used it for like a, a short game practice because mm-hmm. you have these random little, you know, pitchy shots that you got to hit in there and you got to hit it to the right spot. Cause again, these greens are absolutely diabolical. And if you're above the hole in some of them, you're going to put it off the green just by breathing on it. So I feel like there's um, so many double bogeys. Like I just, I'm yeah, just I think we need to stop bogeys. talking about this before I have a brain aneurysm. <laughs> We we capped our club championship max eight, and yeah. there's a few people that were happy that it was a max eight. Which you said, I mean, you stand on the first tee of a par three. And you could, hey man, maxed out at eight. Get I mean, the fact that you have to have hard. to put those rules in place says a lot about these greens. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I like it because we, we uh, go ahead, go club ahead. Champ, we actually just the last piece of our club champ. We um we got a, a two two light standards for our 18th hole. Nice. So as everyone was kind of finishing, it was getting near the end of the season here. So it started to get a little dark. So a few guys played their last three holes under the lights, And then we kind of all reconvened at the pro shop where we all found out Cody actually made a hole in one on the second hole while he was playing in the club champ. And he didn't say anything nice. to anyone. He just, I saw him on five, never said a word. He was playing in a group with my dad and his best friend. No one said a word. And then afterwards I look at the scoreboard that Cody's writing on. And sure enough on the second hole, a guy makes an ace but we, we went out to the uh we went out to 18 afterwards when it was pitch black out turned the lights on and we just had i don't know 15 people playing underneath the lights doing the kind of a kp and everything so that's just sweet. an absolute riot that's, it's the funnest little golf course in the world it really is that's really cool bryce we gotta try and get out there man check that out yeah that'd be awesome bryce your younger brother yeah bryce your younger younger brother at hole won the club championships this year on a par four, par four, where he was playing, so par four, par four, yeah. yeah, which is that's why, like, we've told the story a little bit before, but I was saying, Blake, he's a young guy, he's like a stick, like he's, I think I looked, I, I don't know, plus four or five or something. He's very good, very good player. Ew, that's uh, good, yeah. Yeah, he's very, very solid. Um, and he won by fourteen at like Oshawa, which is a top <laughs> fifty course in Canada. So like he 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 just kind of beat the pants off everybody, which is impressive. So good for you, Blake. You would not come on the pod and tell his story about this hole in one, but no. I remember saying to him, I knew the hole is seventeen and it's three ten. I think it's three fifteen, I think. Yeah, is. I said, Why are you hitting driver, Blake? And he said, I hit a five wood. <laughs> he flew it to the mm-hmm. pin, hit the pin and it dropped straight down. It hit the flag. Yeah. It hit the flag, not the pin, it hit the yeah. flag and just dropped straight down and went in. Five wood. I was like, Oh, cool. 
five woods three yeah. fifteen on the fly. On the fly, mm-hmm. man. That's, so. a, that's a game I don't play. Yeah, we posted <laughs> I mean, a swing a couple like, times. I feel like so. I can, yeah, it's a Yetman I feel like thing. I can hit it hard. Yeah. I feel like I can hit it hard, but I can't hit it that hard. My goodness. It's just this uh big lanky body these guys got. It's pretty uh it's pretty cool. But uh yeah. I got to it's all I got that to, before yeah. we started recording. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The thing is though, Blake can putt too. He has short game. He's kind of got yeah, it all. I don't so. have that side of the game. Yeah. So um if we can, if we can circle back to go track a little bit. Um Ronald Park sounds cool. So if you're out in that area, go check it out. I know we mm-hmm. actually we got quite a few listeners at like Edmonton and whatnot. So if you're out in that area, you haven't heard about it, go check it out for sure. But, uh, and we need to Bryce but, um, go track anything. So we're kind of in the Canadian off season right now. You guys have had a snowfall already, right? Calgary no, has. No, we're okay. actually, I think no. we get one tonight though. Ooh. Mm. I remember yeah, last time we were talking, Garrett, you guys there. like, there was a soccer game. Oh, that was when like the TFC yeah, were yeah. out there and there was like three feet of snow yeah. on the ground or something. So, yeah. but yeah, that uh, was that team Canada game where buddy jumped in the, uh, the snow oh, right. pile there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, um, what's, uh, what's on top for you guys? Like, are you working on things to release in the off season? Are you trying to do an off season release? We yeah, got, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We'd like to do a little Christmas drop coming okay. up. We'd like to do a little something, of course. Big time, yeah. Okay, did, uh, so this is, we're not, year, we're not getting this year. out of them here, Bryce. We're not no, getting no, no, no. We got a the term we like to use around here is lasagna, right? Just we just we don't like to say too many things before they've actually. Because studies have shown that the same melatonin is released when you say that you're going to do something <laughs> rather than actually doing it. So okay. the chances of you doing it rather than talking about it, not do. We'll have something for you. Okay. <laughs> All right. I remember last year, like there were a couple, there were a couple collabs and Garrett was like, or I don't know who does your social media. Is it you, Cody? I do Cody a little does, bit yeah. of it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I remember like whoever was posting, it did a pretty good job of like capturing like a small corner of whatever the item was and, uh, and teasing it. It was pretty good. So, um, yeah. anybody wants to go check it out, we'll link the, uh, I guess, Instagram description below. So go check it out. Uh, go track. Um, I don't know exactly what the tag is, but we'll have it down below. So mm-hmm. at goat dot track. Okay. We got it. Perfect. But yeah. Um, we, uh, this, this off season has been, it's already kind of hit the ground running. We've, uh, we were just at the PGA buying show here in Alberta, which is for anyone who doesn't know, it's where all the golf pros kind of conglomerate in one spot and all the brands, Callaway, you know, everybody's there. Um, where you're making your purchases for next season. So um, we linked up with our BC rep platform sales agencies, uh, Brady Stoddard. He had, he was at the show in uh, Vancouver for the BC guys. And then we all linked up in Calgary uh, for, for a couple of days and uh, just got to, I mean, we got to see a bunch of our friends in the industry who we haven't seen for a couple of years because of COVID um, got to show them what we're, what we kind of put together for samples for next year um for 2023 stuff and uh now it's just a matter of finalizing some orders placing some orders and getting ready to pack some orders and send them off and at the meantime have something for kind of a christmasy drop and yeah there's there's off season what off season is is yeah i guess so right it's still like a good time to kind of keep it fresh and keep everybody like engaged around christmas um was the bags about the last thing you guys dropped yeah, those Callaway Par Three bags were probably yeah. the last thing that that we did. Yeah, yeah, we got those late. Ordered those in February. Those are uh, those are pretty sweet though. I like those. So you guys have a partnership. Yeah, awesome. You do a partnership with get with uh, Callaway. Yeah, so Callaway approached myself. Um, this was kind of before Rundle Park took off and everything, and just said that uh, we love what you and Cody are doing. Um, we want to be involved with you guys. Um, we want to make you a staff player. So we're going to hook you up with some gear. And then it was two weeks later, I find out about Rundle Park. So just using that relationship, just called our, our rep here, Jim, who's best in the biz and uh, ordered some stuff for the shop. So we've already placed our order for next year's stuff. So we'll be a little bit deeper with our Callaway uh, partnership. Um, but then, yeah, bringing in more Adidas, like, uh, Code is saying, cause we work closely with Adidas. They, uh, they hook us up with boots for the year, which love Ryan, love the whole team over at, um, the three stripe, which the only stripe life that we want is that one. So, um, stole yeah, this yeah. pen, stole this pen today from, yeah, I stole that pen today. <laughs> right. Right. 
I've uh, taken more. Hey, my hole in one shoes. What I was wearing when I hit my hole in one was a Stan Smith. So those things are pretty sweet. Like I love those. I like the green rubber bottom ones. Yeah. Yeah, 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 I love those Smith. Yeah, they're pretty. They're pretty cool. So, will you do any collabs? Do you think with them, like actual, like go track gear, maybe on like an Adidas item? We've, I guess? we've you're we've trying to pull. It, we've we're trying it, to pull yeah. for your ratings, man. You're trying to get some <laughs> some leaked information here. I get the pressure here is intense. I am definitely it's trying. It's in the atmosphere. Okay, it's in the atmosphere. Let's just say that it is in living the in the metaverse uh, that we yeah. are all. We living will in talk right this into reality. Yeah. Sure. Okay. All right. It's like a hole in one. Uh, Bryce and I are just going to take a quick break. We got to do our picks for the uh, for our friends over at Betstamp. We've got, um, I guess it'll be my week, Bryce, or that we're going to do them. So we'll just take a quick break from the pod here. But we got to hear a couple things. Like we, Garrett and I actually randomly met. We were talking a little bit, and we just uh, ended up both being at Bear Mountain, which was pretty cool. And we had about the craziest weather uh, in Canadian golf history on that day. Um, I got a pretty yeah. cool story. I saw a hole out too on number. I think we were both playing. Were we playing? Mountain course, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I saw a hole out two on number two from a guy named PJ. He's like absolutely sick. He's so good. But uh, yeah, we're just going to jump in, do a couple picks from the worldwide technology. Uh, probably going to be Victor Hovland, obviously, he won last year at Mycoba. So, um, and then we'll be right back. Bogey Bets, presented by Betstamp. Head over, download the Betstamp app using the promo code OTS Golf. You'll get all your minimum deposits refunded to you directly into your account. And you can use those to hit all your bets on the screws. Use that a couple of weeks ago. Worked out pretty well. We got a solo mission here. So I got a couple of picks for us this week. Um, we're through the first round now. So this is going to go up live. So this is about as uh, as accurate as they can get. But obviously, we got to go with Victor Hovland for the three-peat here at the Worldwide Technologies at Mayakoba. Guy's an absolute stud here. 65 uh, scoring average over his eight rounds that he's played there. It's um, pretty impressive. So... Won the last two championships. We're going to take him as an outright here. We um, finished off his first day at minus six, shooting a 65. So he's tied with Scotty Shuffler. These guys are kind of in the lead for who is going to be the top two picks, and we're going to go with an outright on both of them. Found it as high as plus 800 on MG, bet MGM, um, all the way down at plus 650 at points bet. So that's some pretty good odds. Plus 150, head over to bet MGM. Using the BetSamp app, they are going to allow you to shop all the best lines, and you don't have to search through all the sites separately. It'll be right there for you using the promo code OTSGOLF, of course. Head down to Scotty Scheffler, going for an outright at 65 as well. Lost his first uh, overall first um, official world golf rankings. His number one, uh, his number one, world number one. So fighting to get that one out. But uh, yeah, we found him at um, Betway and BetMGM for plus 700 using the BetStamp app. Shopping the best possible lines. He was all the way down at plus 600 uh, pretty much everywhere else. So some pretty good odds on him there. And one that I like, um, good opening round, minus 764. Uh, I believe he went 32-32 is Sam Ryder. So you'll remember him back at the um, waste management hitting that like massive hole in one. And like, it was just pandemonium there. So um, a couple pretty sweet ones here. We found him as low as plus 3,900 for the outright. And he's in T3 right now. So plus 3,900 was the low one at bet 99 all the way over at points bet. We got him at plus 5,000. So instant bet so just locked one in there um but yeah those are who i'm going with so we got victor hovland scotty scheffler and sam Ryder, all with outright wins after the first round of the worldwide technologies uh this is your bogey bets presented by point uh presented by bet sam so head over and uh use the promo code ots golf when you register they'll take you through a little onboarding session They'll give you your minimum deposits back. You can uh, go and kind of check out some of the sites, learn for free. And yeah, you can use BetStamp to shop all the best lines across all the boards, all the sports that you want to play. Uh, enjoy responsibly. I ended up meeting Garrett there when I was out at Bear Mountain. I don't know if I ever told you that. No, I had no idea. Yeah, yeah. So literally, you... I'm in a cart. He's walking up and it was just like, yo, 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 yo. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, uh, it was pretty random, but it was cool. Trunk slamming. Yeah. I met, like, I think you had a buddy there that you're playing with or something too, Garrett, right? Yeah, you met the the absolute legend, Jet. Jetski Gillies. His name's <laughs> Jesse, but everyone calls him Jetski. That's so it's funny. Like, gnarly, gnarly skateboard dude from back in the day. I mean, he's still probably sick, but he's 
now just golf obsessed and he's the uh, superintendent at Ardmore on the island. Yeah. He was telling me that. So I was, uh, I like walked down to the range and I saw a guy in like a bucket hat. I didn't even think much of it, but I was like, okay, I like the bucket hat. And then I looked and he had the go track logo. I thought like, I don't know. I w- I'm not from out that area, but I've obviously flown across the country. I'm playing there with Lucas. And I was like, what are the odds? So I just like started talking yeah. about it. And I was like, oh, like I, I know, uh, like Garrett and Cody, like I talked to those guys and we've, uh, like we met like on the pod or something like I just got kind of talking to him. I said, and I think he right away, he was like, oh, you got the towel. I got the towel on the bag. And he was like, you know, we just kind of talked a little bit about the brand and stuff. And then he said, Garrett's going to be here. And yeah, I ended up like coming down the hill yeah. and you were, you were coming up or vice versa, whatever it was. Yeah, it was pretty cool. So yeah, it was, exactly. uh, it was a, a like story. a bizarre day. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Thank oh, you. Fuck man. It was so I'll get random. Into it when we talk about it, but it was the most random day of golf I've ever played for, for sure. Yeah. Like, um, are we, we not, t- are we live again right now? I think we're live, man. I don't think I'm going to edit. We that. gotta okay. be live. Yeah. That was so okay. good, yeah, man. This is, yeah. You can't be, just keep, yeah. And I'm going to, f- I'm totally going to forget to edit that part out, Garrett. So like, I think we started as don't. much as like, I don't know where I was, but I don't know. We'll don't. get, just keep going. Yeah. We're, beautiful. We're, That's we're why now. I like this. That's well, where I like, see, if we're talking about it, I used to do a little podcasting myself. Okay. What do you I hate, and I hated when like you would like, cause we were just flowing before like, yeah. and like Hey guys, we're going to stop the podcast now. <laughs> I always just, I always recorded everything and then just went in and then we like would introduce just a brief intro. Cause like the organic conversation is the best. The right? best like, yeah. I feel like I was right like, right now and just vibing on like. I was probably, yeah. There's a beautiful story. Sorry. I feel like that's the only way our show works is just how organic things are because we just have great guests on always. So you just end up kind of shooting the shit and it just flows. Well, that's the best part about it being like guest based because like Bryce and I have done a couple when it's just him and I and then like we get three downloads. So like his mom, my mom and myself. (laughs) So, and then I'm just kidding. But, uh, but you know, like, that's I who feel buys like our stuff, right? My fa- our families too, right? We just exactly. keep selling. You don't even go track around. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Just selling to you, but like, you know, I I feel like I did that, and then I had a kid, and Gary, you know that now. And then once I had a kid, I was like, because uh, I do the editing. Bryce shows up, like as you guys know, like we, Bryce was like, he just got here. He's a couple minutes later. Late with his hair wet. Yeah. Look at this. Look at this. Yeah, ready, to like, go, yeah. ready to go. Ready. Ready to go. Always, yeah. always ready. Always yeah. ready. Bryce, I'll send you the notes. Always ready. But uh, I actually was like talking to a couple of buddies, and they were saying something about. They were like, "Oh, uh, Bryce is like the star of the show, though. You need him." And I was like, "If he gets a hold of this clip, I'm in trouble. I'm, I'm." In big big trouble but like there didn't even fit through fit on the uh on the screen for the next week oh yeah it was it was awful <laughs> no bryce that was recent that was the other day i haven't even told you about that oh one, that's even again, better again so we're that's awesome what is it february you got a gary? fat head like gary you got a fat head like gary that's crazy i'm not here comments I'm out oh, oh buddy i'm closed i got a little tiny. i'm talking oh. about my oh, ego you got a tiny head i'm that's... talking about my ego uh, <laughs> me too i got the i'm uh, talking about like yeah physically i have a I, me too man i think i got i got like three notches left on that thing yeah. but uh um, yeah, we got the same head yeah it's just like massive and uh for all the wrong reasons anyway or yeah, the, right right it's just a lot of knowledge up there for garrett yeah, and I. yeah. but uh yeah. february not, i guess not, it was not for me <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when was that? Yeah, it would have been February. I, uh, a good friend of mine, Evan Dickey, who's a uh, professional at Royal Callwood now, he was at the Bear, right? Uh, Bear Mountain there. And he, he was uh, good enough to get me out there while my wife and I took a little vacation out to visit some family on the island. And uh, yeah, you and I ran into each other as I was trunk slamming my way down to the range to try and at least get one swing. And we ended up chatting, and I got no swings. And <laughs> Sorry. Um, which was just hilarious. Yeah, that's, you know, that's a guy from Toronto and a guy from Edmonton go meet in Victoria, basically. But, yeah. uh, convenient. Yeah, you, got to, you got to meet my buddy Jet, who, like I was saying, is just an absolute legend and one of my favorite people I've ever met. Um, and he's so golf obsessed that it makes me love him even more. Um, but yeah, that day, weather wise, we only got to play nine because the entire course was, it looked like it had snowed because it hailed so much from like our. It was on and off from, I think it was probably our fourth or fifth hole on and off hail. Yeah. And then by the time we got to our ninth hole, you couldn't find your ball in the fairway because there was so much. And then we got up to, I guess it would have been 10, that like Island green right by the snack shack there. And uh, they basically told us, no, we, we shut it all down. There was guys 
carts that were doing donuts down holes yeah. like, down the hill like you couldn't stop it was it was actually so you didn't see fun... that backside no well no so i was like i was like probably 45 minutes behind garrett so i got we were on the second hole i have like the craziest stories so we play the first hole it's pj and i playing against garrett and uh Chris, I'll ruin his name, Gull Branson or something. So thanks, Chris. But uh, introduced me to the Sriracha Chicken Sandwich at Jack's. So if you haven't been to Jack's, you got to go there and have the Sriracha Chicken Sandwich because it was amazing. But uh, I lived off that thing, man. I lived off it. But so we get out on the second hole. It starts like hailing. And Lucas is like, oh, it's it's cool. It could only be a minute. PJ lives out there. It'll only be a minute or whatever. And it just came down so hard. So that's probably when you guys were on like six or something. And... uh, so it's like, I'm on the left-hand side. So you mentioned like, you can't find your ball in the fairway. I, I don't, I can't find it in the fairway anyway, regardless of what the inclement weather is happening. So it's just not there. So I'm like over on the left-hand side. Then PJ rips one over there and like PJ is a stick too. He's so good. And, uh, he's kind of buried behind like the trap on the left-hand side. He's got to hit a draw around a tree. And so he hits it. It goes up on the, like, he thinks he's hit it long. And then I think I actually made a four. I made a, a putt to make a four, which I was pretty happy with. And I was like, okay, like, I think we went one down. I think, uh, I think Lucas made a nice bird or something on that hole. And PJ's like already gone. There's like that little beater mart there or whatever that like on the second hole and, and, uh, hopefully yeah. have that hole. Right. But so he's just about to walk in and Chris is like, there's a ball in the hole. And so he, and he was about to buy us beer and he just made an Eagle too, like in the craziest weather, like possible. Right. So he came over, confirmed it was his ball. And then I gave my debit card. I was like, man, you can't buy beers after that. Not after that shot. That's yeah. wild. So we actually. Hole, hole in one, you buy beers, a deuce on a four, everyone buys you beers. That's the new rule. Yeah. We just I, implemented it right now. I think that's fair. Right. I was just like. Yeah. And especially like. You There's said, no there was, chance. There's no chance. I'm getting a hole in one and I should be liable to buy every, you guys should be buying me drinks and like, I got a hole in one right now. Like any, that's where you touch on uh bear amount. I think, I don't know you what that, the quickie mart you said there, the beer yeah. stop, like that is the craziest thing in the entire world. I don't know if it's meant to be like that, but the fact that you can go in off the second hole and get a two, six, yeah. a two liter ball of Coke and ice. And they're like, here you go. And you're like, see you later yeah it's perfect bring like, it back onto the course yeah is it's hard legendary. to be i don't know if you're allowed to do that so sorry <laughs> sorry Lu- sorry Lu- <laughs> lucas i'm sorry lucas was not a part sorry, of this he didn't lucas? see saw nothing i'm sorry lucas but uh that's yeah, okay you, you he lives in a va- guys memberships evoked, eh, on the phone. lucas lives in a van anyway he's fine he'll be okay everything's gonna be you're not buying any boots <laughs> yeah. you are booting for some beer on 14 year olds outside in between rather than you're cool but uh, hats off to him though, because he he like we played another three or four holes in that weather, and I remember hitting up like onto a, the par three that kind of goes up the hill. There's a bunker on each side, and I had to hit one out of the bunker, and it was pretty crazy, like hitting it out of the sand with that hail on top. Like it just spun like crazy. I was really surprised. I didn't know what would happen, and then uh, I think Chris actually made it two on that hole. So we had some strange things happen on that day, and then eventually, yeah, we had to take the cart back, and it was pretty bad. So went in for yeah. another it was a bummer trick. it was yeah. a bummer to not play the back nine but lucky for me that my family's on the island so i'll get it i'll get another opportunity at it i'm sure well man i like flew that out back there. nine is crazy yeah like i i gotta go back i flew out there we had a delay we got stopped in winnipeg it took me a day a little over a day to get there so i missed 36 holes with lucas and then it rained it snowed that day the next day it snowed. I went to Nanaimo, which was great, but I was there for like four days. I played 14 holes. It's stuff, man. Yeah, it's not, it's re- that's not good enough. Really tough, but really, really great spot. For- really, really good spot though. Like I liked it there. I definitely want to go back out. Like the course is beautiful. Like the, it was crazy. Cause like the, it was in such good shape. It was middle of February, Bruce, oh, was, which would be. Oh, it was perfect. Yeah. Which would be wild. Big for huge us. hotel overlooking everything, yeah. right? Like it's a crazy little compound all the way up at the top of that hill. Like say Jack's place and some lift. it's crazy in there. It's a it's crazy to think that place was in receivership for a brief period of time. Well, they couldn't attract enough people to go there to pay the money to be there. And now it's yeah. $250 around. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was, uh, they were not hurting for guests when we were there. So it was, uh, it was pretty good. Like they don't overprice the hotel, which is nice. Like obviously the round of golf costs a lot, but, um, but yeah, it was fun. And our friend Lucas is out there too. So if you need any lessons, go hit up Lucas and, uh, 
Hopefully he doesn't get fired for, uh, yeah. <laughs> All right, we made it through nine. And this glizzy is brought to you by our friends over at Manscaped, manscaped.com. You can go over, check out the ultra premium collection or anything that you need to not suffer through the back nine here. Using the promo code OTSGOLF, you will get 20% off plus free shipping. Maybe you'll go low on the back. Thank you for supporting the episode. Thank you for supporting the pod. Manscaped.com, 20% off using the promo code OTSGOLF. Free shipping right to your door. Enjoy the pod. We have uh, a couple guys from Edmonton here, so we have to have <laughs> things about it. Just sucks. You have the worst player in the NHL on your team. So, like, two of the worst. He wears, ni- he wears 97. Yeah. yeah. So he's an alien, I guess, confirmed by now. Didn't he, like, yeah, he s- skate it's, up the ice, yeah. uh, essentially playing hacky sack with, like, the puck in his hockey stick? Like, yeah. Uh, it's, uh, have you, you, Garrett, you went out to one of the playoff games last year, yeah? No, I went to one of the World Junior games. World Juniors, that's right. That's, um, right. that's what I got to go to. And I actually went with Jet, who is the guy you met at, at Bear Mountain, oddly enough. Um, I went, I got to go to one game last year. They played Chicago and they were terrible. I'm going when they played Minnesota on the de- uh, December 10th here. My wife and I nice. are going to go see a game here, a, a parents' night out without the baby. So, um, yeah, I mean, he's a freak. You guys know he's a freak. Anyone who says he isn't the best doesn't either understand hockey or just hates the Oilers. And that's, there's, I don't think there's an argument to it anymore. I think it's just, oh just man, he's such a is. freak. Such a freak. He's we're, the best. We're the, Everyone else is under him. We had a goalie on last week, uh, Tyson Tishman. So he played in the OHL for five years. Did, Bryce, did they play on the same team? No. No, but he played against them. So we were kind of like getting an idea of what it was like to like play against Connor McDavid. And he just, he's like scared a little bit. He's <laughs> just like, it's, it's crazy. Like you can't, like you got to just, pretty much, I guess what he said was like, you got to just sort of do your best, right? Like it yeah. might not be good enough, but you're going to try and do your best. It and won't like, be good enough, but you yeah. just do your best. Yeah. And like block Just try down. to limit him to a handful of goals. Yeah, it's uh, he's a freak for yeah. sure. Bryce got to play against him firsthand. We told that story. I don't know if we told that when you were on last time yep. there, but of him just like, just I don't know, confusing Bryce on the ice or whatever. So I haven't had that option, but uh, or that I don't think I'd want that really. I'd look kind of, I'd feel pretty embarrassed. But yeah, it's it's fun, man. And like up here, obviously we have a bit of a rivalry with uh, Toronto, so it's been a bit of a weird start. I think we just were. One game above or below five hundred. Everybody's just mm. imploding here. The city's about to go on oh, yeah. fire. It's like it's not good. I actually went to the Sens game. Um, they played the Sens and they actually won. And I was surprised at how good the Sens were this year. So that's yeah, they are decent. Yeah, like actually, they're a fun team to watch too. Like watching, mm-hmm. you know, getting to watch like another Canadian team that's kind of coming up and like their goalie's really good too. So uh, Anton Forsberg is like pretty damn good. Mm-hmm. Um, How's uh how's Jack Campbell doing out there? I forgot for a second. Yeah. I think like his first two games, it was like his first two or three, I think his GAA was like five something. So e. Toronto, much like Edmonton, Edmonton, much like Toronto, everyone implodes when something's going wrong in, in mm-hmm. any facet, even if you're three games into the season. Um I like his last couple games, he's actually been quite well. I I, I think I heard on the radio today he's playing tonight. Um Local boy, Stu Skinner, um, obviously he's stepped up and he's, I think there's a lot of people who think that he has a good potential chance of being something for a starter for the Oilers, but um, I, I love Jack Campbell because he's like, just seems like the nicest dude in yeah. the world. Yeah. You pair him with like, not to get into more Toronto cast offs, but like Zach Hyman, who's been unbelievable for us. And so is good, man. He's so the good. nicest dude ever. Like, the Oilers just have a bunch of nice guys on their team. And then there's a Vander Kane who will flash you in the face if he needs to. Sort of <laughs> yeah. deal, so. I, dra- I drafted him. I, man, I drafted him. I got him too. $10 million, which is just crazy. You guys mm-hmm. suck. You know who's... You guys, you know who's <laughs> suck out in Toronto and I man, feel so couple bad. Of my, a couple of my close buddies garbage. are out of the group chat again. They're leaving the group chat again. They're never coming... Yeah. I've like... It's a it's a hot zone here. I'm a hockey fan, first and foremost. I'd say if I were to pick any team, I'm going to pick the Leafs. I'm not going to say that, like, that I wouldn't. But, like, I grew up a goalie um, or, like, my attempt at trying to be a goalie. So I was like a big Pat Waugh fan, Felix the Cat. Then I like Jumbo a lot. So I kind of became like a San Jose fan, but always like a Leaf fan, I guess. And there's some pieces here, like but there, there's a, <laughs> thank you. Yeah, that thank beard, you. you look like The Jumbo. gray beard. Yeah. Yeah. You look like, you look who's like one of the un- yeah. most underrated defenses in NHL, in my opinion, is Darnell Nurse. 
I don't know if he's underrated. The, pr- the problem with Nurse is like he's pretty underrated. The, I feel like. the price tag on him makes people hate him. Yeah, because right? he makes nine sheets a year. But I don't hate Darnell Nurse. I mean, he can do a lot of things that you need from a defenseman. The Oilers still yeah. may be one more good D man away from like really making a run. Yeah, um, is but, Cody Cece I mean, there? Yeah, yeah, Cody Cece's unbelievable, man. Like Cece's good. Yeah. Everybody who left Toronto and came to Edmonton with, I mean, it's the early, uh, early projection on Jack Campbell. We'll see how it goes, but everybody who has left Toronto and come to Edmonton has been no problem. So Mm -hmm. Phil Kessel just gets the Iron Man drinking Powerade, doesn't even drink any (laughs) water. Like, and like people hated him in Toronto, but like, oh man, it's a tough market here. It's a tough, it's a tough place to. Toronto's a curse, man. Phil Kessel comes in, goes out, like comes in. Not very good. Leaves again. Stud. Look at Dion Phaneuf. Came in as a stud. Not that great in Toronto. Had a decent end of his career. Like yeah. played a lot in like LA and stuff. Like just guys come in and don't play Nazim well. Kadri. Nazim Kadri. Kadri hurts. Kadri, Kadri hurts so bad. endless amount of guys that do it. And it. I don't know what it is, but it just. Which for the record, as an Oilers fan, I feel like I can say this. Like Nazim Kadri, good player, good rat, good whatever. Last year was a career year by 25, 30 points on a super team. Like if the Flames thought and think he's about to put up those numbers, yeah, they're not. The surrounding cast he has now, they're out of their mind. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Jonathan like, Huberdeau. No disrespect to Calgary. No disrespect to Calgary fans. What Brad True Living did in the offseason with what he was given was unbelievable. And yeah. he should probably win GM of the year. If they make the playoffs, he should win GM of the year. But... Yeah, I think we need to really understand what Nazem Kadri is, and and he is not Matthew Kachuk. Yeah, as much as I hate Matthew Kachuk, and I'm glad I don't have to see his face all the time now. He ain't him. Yeah, no, he's not. But they got Huberto, man. Huberto's he's probably the second best player maker in the game. Am I wrong? Depends where you want to write. You ain't right. No, not right. Okay. All right. <laughs> you ain't wrong. You ain't wrong. You ain't wrong, my dude. <laughs> you're, just, you're just not going to tell not me, right. right? Yeah. You, just be right. When you talk about Darnell Nurse, like, Huberto's so good. He's so underrated. I don't even know how he's underrated. He's just so good, right? But, like, yeah, it's tough. Like, it's tough to see those moves. But they got a good goalie, too. Markstrom's really good. So mm-hmm. Until but, he plays the Oilers. The Oilers are his kryptonite. Man, you have the two best hockey players in the world. They're two of the top yeah. three players in the world, right? It's can hard you, to. Can you clip that? Can you clip that? Two yeah. best players in the world and just play it. I mean, I don't think local, it's a your local media. I don't think it's a secret. No, it's no secret, but I'm writing down the number here so I can go back and clip this for these guys. I mean, Jeez. there's McKinnon and I yeah, I think, crazy, crazy yeah, I think crazy. I think that's like Sidney Crosby. Crazy. I don't know, guys. Yeah, not anymore. Not anymore. He is great, man. He's, He's phenomenal. Great. I wouldn't yeah. call him top two in the league. No. Nikita Kucherov? Not top two. Could be though. Hey, Kucherov is, is like. Ju- it's just well. That's yeah. well. I'm just. I'm just throwing names in there. I know who yeah. top oh, two. Yeah. Is. It's Connor everyone's and Leon. Gonna, that's all I know. That's all. Everyone's <laughs> gonna have their opinion. I just don't know. Yeah. In my opinion, if anyone's better than those two right now, I mean, McKinnon maybe is the only one I put up there. Right. But. Crazy. A crazy stat. McKinnon being first line center has never had a hundred point season. Yeah. Did you know that. He's hit ninety nine. I, so I like, did not. I didn't know never that. Hit but. Points. Fact check. You also got to realize how defensive he plays too. Like he's not, he's not the Kucherov that's blowing the zone early and getting a breakaway pass. Like he's the last one out of the zone. Not not necessarily cherry picking, but just he's the last one out of his D zone because he's making defensive plays. And like that's kind of where his points lack. He's nasty. There's no question. He's he's an unbelievable hockey player. Mm-hmm. Like no slight by saying he hasn't had a hundred point season, but I just found yeah. that to be a pretty wild. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't know that. It's wild. Well, he's he's probably the only one that like I look at that has flashes of like McDavid. I think, and it's just like the first step where he like he Bryce. You would know this better than I would, but just like how he creates so much separation so fast and like nobody's getting that kind of McKinnon number or McDavid number sorry but like McKinnon makes a lot of space he controls I mean he's probably the closest to with like first three strides yeah sure that's where McKinnon or uh that's where McDavid's so deadly is like the first one two three and he's like whatever 10 feet in front of you already just because he's so quick and so agile that's where he dominates Okay, I, I got a hypothetical, and I want you guys to be reasonable here before we let you go. So, yeah. got a couple Edmonton fans here. 
So if we, <laughs> yeah, you go first. Mitch Marner, yeah. Mitch Marner comes on the block, and we're doing a straight up. Yeah. We're trying to, we're you know, we're trying not to hold any money, anything like that. Like if we're trading maximum two players back to Toronto from Edmonton. Who are those two players? And don't say Cody Cece or Marner. <laughs> yeah, for Marner. If Marner's going to Edmonton, yeah. Well, uh, Co- Cody doesn't I want mean, him. I'm not giving- don't I'm want him. He's yet. worth ten million dollars. That's bad <laughs> yeah. banking. It's just bad banking. Too okay. many eggs, one basket. I'm out. All right. So if we get a free, if we get a free trade, for, I go. Hold on. Let who do you got, up, Bryce? Let me pull up Edmonton's roster. Up so I got, I got something on my sleeve here. Hold there, on. There's a pretty steep drop off. Would you guys say from like? I guess Evander Kane's pretty good. Would you move Evander Kane for Marner? He was in my thought process, but I, get, I probably wouldn't just because of how. Kane plays versus how Marner plays. Yeah. Like Edmonton doesn't like, I mean, Darnell nurse, he can fight and he has fought in the past and he's a tough dude, but yeah. there's really not a lot of toughness on the Oilers. Um, so I think he's a golf guy and he's a golf guy. Yeah. Cody met him at, uh, Oh, down. is they he a golf a, guy? Kane? A oh yeah. I love he's that. a big he's... golf guy, man. Big golf guy. Who's I, this? Vander Kane. Vander Kane. Oh. Yeah. I might have to try and get a hold of him. Cause I leaped on him. I took him in the, third round i think this year and i it, took him second round buddy yeah no i took i well obviously i went ob man i went ob ob brady kachuk i went ob brady kachuk and then evander kane so my team is uh and then it i was think, thinking like okay i got like three prison players so i grabbed kyle connor next so i just had to like I'm you know nice boy yeah keep things Here, a little bit uh i got a trade for you <clears throat> all right i'm gonna while you're working that out bryce i have my, i got it right here i got okay. it Ryan McLeod, Darnell Nurse for Marner. No. No, it's never going to happen. Darnell Nurse is still this one is of the best crazy. defensive. Like, no. Yeah, so. No, you can have. You can have well, you think I'm out of my tree for that? So, this is the stuff, like, we're only asking you the stuff that we hear on Toronto radio. So, we're like, <laughs> we're just That's like. a real thing. Yeah. Real like, thing. Man, we'll have the worst hypotheticals on Toronto radio. It's so bad. Like, after a game. It's nasty. And then nasty. the big question is always, like, Morgan Riley gets left alone. Like, he typically gets left alone. And Austin Matthews, obviously, is not going anywhere. But it's always like the question of the big. The big four, they call them here, and like who should people move or who should be moved and stuff. And like John Tavares has that, like no movement. So, you know, it's Nylander and Marner, and like every other game, it's one of those two gone. And like, in my opinion, I think Nylander kind of earns his contract, right? It's not like it's a crazy contract, it's seven million or something. Like, what, yeah, you know what you get from him. Like, he's like, uh, like I don't want to call him a poor man's Kucherov, but he kind of is. Like, he'll fly the zone, he does that kind of stuff. Like, you're not getting the best defensive forward in the game. But he can score 40. Like, what else do you want from him, right? So, I don't know. Confusing you guys, times. You, you guys just need, like, a, a Cody CC, a Nazem Kadri, <laughs> a, a Hyman type of player <laughs> nice over there. Man, you guys will like this. So, my first, uh, my first draft, my first defenseman that I drafted in my fantasy league this year was Evan Bouchard. And I got him at like 125, which I actually thought was great. Next round, I took Tyson Berry. I was in full panic mode because I realized that those were my first two defensemen. And, uh, Tyson Berry's gone. He's, I've moved him already. But, uh, yeah, I'm rolling with, I'm rolling with Bouchard. I think he's, uh, he's solid. He's a stud. Yeah, he's so good. He is. Yeah. And he, he gets better. I mean, last year was his first full season in the NHL and you can, RDC is a little bit more comfortable this year. Yeah. Just how he's, when he's skating with the puck and shooting a little bit more, I think he's got super heavy shot. Seems like a quirky dude. Like next time. The puck. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Did next you play you against him, Bryce? Game, yeah, one year. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, go he's ahead. He's younger Gary. than Next time you guys, next time you watch an, an Oilers game and they show Bouchard <laughs> on the, uh, on the, on the, on the screen there, just watch his mannerisms. He's a weird cat. I oh, yeah. He's a weird, oh, weird, yeah. He's a weird dude. Quirky. Oh my god, can that guy rip the hockey puck? He oh, shoots yeah. it Boosh so ball. hard. They call what? him dad, right? He looks so old and mature around <laughs> here. We call him we call him dad. Yeah. I always thought like That's he, what Mac calls me. Dad? Well, anybody <laughs> who tries to give me any type weird. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> I don't know, man. This this started weird, it's gonna end weird, but anybody gives me a little authority, I say, okay, dad. Whatever. Which make it really <laughs> awkward and uncomfortable. So um yeah. I uh, I've never from my dad, you know. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's uh, we're getting dark here. We're getting this is really dark. But uh, no, let's talk about it. If nah, that's man, where this nah. party's going. <laughs> <laughs> this is too good. Cody just loves the free flowing chat, eh? Just, yeah, yeah. yeah but uh, 
Yeah, no, shout out to Greg. Greg's Bricer's got like one of the best ads out there. Absolute stick. Shoots like five over with the titleist DCIs or whatever those things from like and plays year. once a year, twice yeah. a year. <laughs> yeah, it's like Howard Bryce and I came home. We we're playing Port Opes. My track's like really tough. Doesn't have like the greens are very, very tough. It's like the fifth oldest course in Canada. They were meant to have like, you know, an inch of fuzz on the greens. It's tough, man. It plays tough, it rolls tough. Mm. So I think Bryce and I shot well. We were floating around like 78, something like that. And mm. he said, I think the one round Bryce might have, we played 36 on the second half and might have been like 80, 81, which isn't that bad there. Like, I think that that would be about a 75 in most spots. And he said, how are you guys playing as much as you do and still not breaking 80 or somewhere around there, right? He just, and he's got these old <laughs> sticks. He's so good, man. So yeah, shout out to Greg. Thanks. Uh, thanks, Greg. But man, I uh, I always love the Toronto hypotheticals and like what we go through. And I think it's like, we just, I don't know. We got to discuss it. It's like therapy for us up here, man. Yeah, we we get it here too, and when the boys get on a slide, but it, it won't be what it's like in Toronto. I mean, we have people who are ready to sell the team after two losses in a row, no matter what. And <laughs> what do you think could we get for Connor McDavid? Sort of text messages will hit oh uh, PSN 1260 here, and it's like I don't know someone's full roster. I mean, like what would you get? <laughs> yeah, like, what would Toronto give up to get Connor McDavid? Matthews, Marner, Nylander, and then Morgan Riley. Mm-hmm. I don't know about plus all cash. of those guys, but <laughs> plus cash. Yeah. But like, okay, sure. let's give you a ridiculous hypothetical. Like I would trade, I would trade Marner and Riley in a second. I think anybody would, but like, really? Yeah. Oh yeah. The for would sure. never no, I know that. I know that. But like, <laughs> yeah. but we're talking like still a top 20. Uh, I don't, I don't know. I don't love, I don't think Morgan Riley's that good. Like, I think he's good, but I don't put him up where the Toronto media does, but he's still probably a top. 35 defensemen in the league i guess um like some teams have two defensemen better than him that's the tough part but yeah you know marner's still a top 15 to 20 players so i think yeah i don't know i, I would whenever I like when you say that you of, smile i like yeah. when you say that you smile you can't even say it to yourself and mean like it. i can't even yeah, talk myself into this yeah. i'm trying to be a fan I'm he's, trying. he's top 15 right <laughs> yeah i don't know man we had cole perfetti on the pod a little while ago maybe we'll just be winnipeg fans now Cole's a pretty cool guy, and he's he's solid, man. He's a good player. He's had a good start to the year, Bryser. So, mm-hmm. yep, that's awesome. Yeah, I don't know, man. And he got into golf, which is cool. So it's always good to have those golf guys. But uh, yeah, whenever whenever I think of Morgan Riley, I just think of when McDavid walked him in a standstill and then buried that one. And yeah, that was that's a all tough I can look. think of. That was a tough look. That, that was McDavid's was first goal in Toronto ever. Yeah. Okay, and I feel like happened to be one that. Put I'm Morgan pretty Riley sure it was like so three bad. years into his career. Which was crazy. I mean, yeah, yeah, it took him a while to score in Toronto. For a long sure. time, yeah. Yeah, yeah but well, uh, a long time for him, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, I think he's going to win a lot of hardware this year. Okay, um, last one before we go. <laughs> this is like turned into a hockey pod, but uh, Kel McCarr for Leon Drysaitel. Yes. Yeah. Of hands course. down. Okay, we got some Edmonton guys yeah. agreeing with it. No. Yeah. yeah? Probably okay. going to do. It. Not yeah, even do it. thinking twice. Yeah, I think uh, when if you had Kale McCarr on the defense and Connor David. Like, could you imagine what the, uh, it would be stupid. The power and I, play. Like, no, I it would, love, I'm saying I, no. Yeah. I'm saying no. No. You yeah. saying, <laughs> saying no. I'm saying no. I, I don't know, man. Like I don't I think that's a, I think that's a tough one. You're going to trade away this guy's best buddy. I mean, this guy right here is I best would, buddy. You're going to be like, hey, man, we're going to bring in little Kale McCarr now. You're little Kale McCarr. Ice for you. You'd be like, dang, man, like, where's my buddy Leon? Yeah, he might. If he's he through, if I was, I would honestly, if I was, I would. I know Edmonton will never trade him. They have no reason to. But if they threw in like two first rounders with Makar, I'd trade Big David for it. Nah, I think nah. that's like a Makar and two first rounders. I just think McDavid, it's a player that you can't like. McDavid is the only oh, it would player that's never happened. Yeah, not it would never happen. Like, yeah, um, for sure. Like Connor Connor Bedard's gonna come in, and he won't like. He's unbelievable. He's what is he five nine? He's not gonna be Connor McDavid. No. No, I'm not like close. he's he's gonna be he'll be good he'll be like a, a Jack Eichel maybe a Mitch Marner style whatever but I don't like he's not gonna be Connor McDavid he's the no. best we've ever seen yeah probably I think so yeah yeah he's so I, good I, man I, think, I don't think I saw something where he had like a yeah, I don't know he had 170 points in like 50 something games or something like that man he's yeah. so good that yeah. kid's in I got a quick one is uh is Ovi breaking Gretzky's goal record. If he stays healthy, I hope so. Because he'll just keep yeah. playing until he does it. And if they just mm-hmm. pump him out there eight minutes a night and PP one, he's just going to sit in his spot and just drill home 
20 a year until he gets it done. Yeah. I could yeah. see that. I got one. What about off the post podcast? Hockey talk, right? <laughs> we can split this up and have two <laughs> different episodes. I'm like, wait yeah. a second. Aren't yeah. we on a golf podcast? Yeah, like, man. I'm going I'm to have Dutchie leaning in and like Mackenzie being like, what do these guys say on? No. <laughs> well, I we mean, always realistically, like, though, golf and hockey are pretty much like if you play hockey, you play golf. Yeah. So, it's like, yeah, it, it's acceptable. There's, yeah. there's a lot that goes exactly. with both sports. We're, but there's so many left handed golfers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 30% Canada, which is a crazy yeah, that's stat. a huge number. It's a, crazy insane quick stat. story when i was working for TaylorMade, i was a club fitter for them and we had to go to vancouver for uh training or whatever it was and one of the fitters who was down in calgary he was the example so he's hitting balls and he's he's left-handed and he's hitting it and hitting it and hitting it and uh, the guy who who ran all the fitting centers um out of toronto he turns around to all of us and he goes watch this and he goes do you play hockey he's like oh uh, yeah he's like is that why you're left-handed he's like oh no gives him a right-handed club and the swing was so beautiful but as a lefty it, it looked like he was taking a slap shot and he had been playing golf for 15 years left-handed because he played hockey left-handed so he thought well i have to after that it absolutely crippled his mind that he should not be left-handed and he went out and he ordered all brand new right-handed gear and now has played right-handed for the past i think that was in 2013 that's wicked. So coming up, he just completely switched the way he did because the guy who's fitting him was like, uh, no, no, you're doing that wrong. And just flipped the script on himself. Well, that's crazy. That's, that's wild, man. Yeah. And it's just like something that's so like hockey, like there's so many lefties, right? And I, I remember even, I was watching the foreplay pod. They had, uh, Colorado avalanche on there and Kale McCarr has like the, like the hockey stick grip, like there's like an oh, inch yeah. or two in between his hands, and like he's oh, yeah. he plays okay, but like that's like one of the most elite athletes in the world. Obviously, you can make that work, and then they get Trent trying to hit the ball like the same way, and he actually like hit one straight. So they're like, "We fixed your game. You're gonna break ninety now." So we'll be we'll be watching that for a while. But let's wrap it up, guys. This was a lot of fun. Really appreciate you guys making time. We're gonna pop this out on Friday. So if anybody's made it this far, appreciate you guys listening. Uh, if anybody can share it, all that cool stuff. But. uh yeah, these guys are cool. We've been kind of, uh, we got a couple of things. I got some of the GFTs. I guess you guys, is that right? GFT, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Go so, fungible token. token. Yeah, I got some of those. They're cool. So go, go check accessory out. line. Yeah, like go that. check out the accessories. I got to get a high crown visor. I got one sent to me at the end of the year and I was like, okay, I got to get one of these. I was looking <laughs> on your site. So I got to, I got to order myself one of those. Um, but yeah, we're going to link all the site and stuff below. You guys have some cool stuff going out. We were able to share absolutely none of that for what is coming out, but, uh, stay tuned. We tried. Yeah. But... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we, we really pressed, man. We really, we really dug in there, but, uh, yeah, yeah. no information yet. In. I like it. As, I like as it. As Cody said, real G's move in silence like lasagna. There so we go. You can't get too crazy. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Lasagna. So we'll just name the uh, episode. The podcast will just be named lasagna. Go yeah, track lasagna. Okay. So um, appreciate it, guys. If uh, if you're interested in checking out the brand, uh, just go below, click the link. If you're in the car, um, when you stop, go do that. Go over, watch us on YouTube. You guys are wearing some of the gear, which is really cool. So we got like little clips. Cody's in the dark. Um, if you made it. <laughs> yeah. So, but Garrett's looking cool <laughs> over there. Mustache is great, but uh, yeah, appreciate you guys coming. You said on. it wasn't this was even on camera. You said it wasn't <laughs> even on camera, man. <laughs> we told him this whole time. So, but uh, <laughs> and if you're out your way, we got to yeah, got to stop in at Rundle and play around. And uh, yeah, it sounds like get beat up. Please but, do. Yeah. yeah, mention the podcast when you come down. See us. We'll take care of you for sure. All right, fifteen percent off, no problem. There you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Didn't even hesitate. Didn't even hesitate at that. Fifteen percent off at the Rundle track. Uh, yeah, golf club Friday Which makes night. it yeah. basically free because our green fees are like twenty bucks. So. There you go. There you go. Hey, yeah, you'll get you're that off. So. I love it. I love it. Well, that's good that you guys are doing that. That's like pretty accessible for a lot of people. I know you guys do a lot. Are you still doing work with Carrie Moffick? Because I chatted with her. We had her on the pod before. Yeah, we've uh, we actually were lucky. We got to uh, take a quick three four days in, in Vancouver. We uh, linked up with Carrie this past uh, this summer here. So always working with Carrie. Um, we got a couple other people involved in the near future that cool. again can't really talk too much about but this is uh, the most mysterious yeah, golf brand it's not even yeah, mysteri- no it's not even mysterious boys what it is is that there's no there's no guarantees right so we can't come out here being like hey this is what yeah, we're up to just sure know enough. that when the news yeah. is cracking you'll be the first 
to know. And you got to follow to find out. So again, the link is just down in the exactly. description below. Go follow it, find out. There's something coming out for Christmas or maybe, who knows? I don't know. Your guess is as good as mine, but thank you guys, Garrett. <laughs> Cody from Go Track uh, Social do. Club. Appreciate it, guys. Uh, Bryce's here, a bit of a hockey pod. So if anybody's listening, uh, we've been rolling out a few of these. Let us know if you like them. If you don't like them, um, I don't know. You probably didn't make it this far anyway. But uh, like, we just end up gravitating to hockey right now. It's like the off season is here. So yeah. So, but uh, we got a lot of pros coming up in the next little while that are kind of down doing a PJ Tour LAQ school and stuff like that. So maybe we'll just stick with golf for a few weeks. But uh, thank you, guys. Appreciate you guys. You guys didn't out. even ask me about my hole in one, right? You guys, so now I got to come back on there. I got to tell you about my hole in one. Again. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> we talked about <laughs> trades and everything, guys. I was just sitting here being like, they're going to ask me how I jug for hey, one, right? You, you got to come no, back let's on. Let's wrap it up. Let's wrap it let's up. Do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. We got we got a couple minutes. Let's hear the whole one story. I'm gonna clip it. We're gonna put this on uh, on Instagram. Forget it, boys. We'll do it. We'll do it next time, guys. It's not even that impressive. <laughs> I just like having fun with you, gents. Been an absolute pleasure to vibe out with you. We've gotten to knowing each other over Instagram, but meet face to face and have a conversation. It's been a lot of fun. Thank you. Really cool, guys. Really cool. He's out in my ball and of course so I tee up. I lose a ball and I re up. I miss a fairway, I probably end up in the ocean or maybe the beach. And I'm on a part five and I'm finna go reach it. Second was blind, I see it. Feel like it might be an average. I was working scenario.